Welcome to Love Drops, where your hosts, Charles and Diane, will share stories and reflections on inspirational topics taken from their own personal journey and world events. We'll also include nightly guest segments with special guests from all All around around the world. world. So sit back, relax, and enjoy enjoy the the show. Welcome to the Love Drop Podcast. We're so happy to be back. We have definitely missed engaging with our audience and just dropping love on the podcast over the past few months, but we're back to do one final episode for 2021. Then we're going to take another hiatus and we're going to connect with our branding company, that's BEQ Designs, and we're going to do a little rebranding and launch again in 2022. Love Drop Podcast has been a way for Charles and I to just spread love from our hearts, from the hearts of those connected to us around the world. It is our desire to provide inspiration through this podcast. Unlike any other podcast, we don't do the interview talk back and forth, we give our narrative and then we allow our guests the freedom to give their narrative uninterrupted. We also um, ask our guests to allow the audience a way to connect with them because it's all about spreading, sharing, and connecting villages here on the Love Drop podcast. So, With that said, I'm going to go ahead and jump into today's episode, and that is peace through the storm, peace through the storm. One of my greatest fears is to go into dark, dark spaces, and it's not because I've never been, but it's because I have been into dark places And I just choose not to go there anymore. Jeremiah 29 11 speaks to God's awareness of the plans he has for our life. And those plans are good and for our good, even when it appears to be something differently. God's plans are always for our good. So don't look or don't go by appearances always. Surely. Our Go Where I Send You ministry, which we've been on for the last six, almost seven years, wouldn't take us into a hospital at such a time as this. But why not? When you say yes to God, that does not protect you from the storm. But it does protect you in the storm. And it gives you a peace 
that surpasses all understanding. I never really understood that concept until my beloved Charles was hospitalized for 80 days earlier this year. All the stay was in intensive care. Can you imagine that? I mean, in all of Charles's 78 years of life, he has never been hospitalized. He's not even on any prescription drugs. So imagine the fear. Imagine the desperation, frustration, and just all the emotions that come with dropping your loved one off at the hospital. Yep, that happened. (laughs) Even though the medical staff was well aware of Charles's baseline medical history and that he had never been hospitalized, they still counted him out coming in through the door and they gave a very grave outcome. They didn't think he'd make it, but God. The peace came to me from the time I dialed 911 and it stayed with me until I wheeled Charles out of that ICU, out of that hospital and to our car and brought him home. The peace beyond my understanding didn't mean that there was no pain, tears, or even challenges. However, because I had that peace, I was able to stay focused day by day and stand on God's report. See, I was told by doctors and nurses and other medical professions that Charles's chances for survival were grim. But God said Charles would live and not die. I was also told by these same medical professionals that if Charles came home, that he would probably be on an oxygen tank maybe for the rest of his life and that his recovery would be slow and drawn out. I was even presented with the idea that Charles needed to be placed in a nursing home to recover. Are you kidding? God said, not so. And I stood firm on God's report. Despite the backlash, emotional torture, and bullying from medical staff, And it's not because I didn't understand. For those of you who don't know, I am a retired critical care nurse with over 20 years of experience, not only in healthcare and on the floor, but also in education. So I taught nurses. So I did understand. But it was because, again, I did understand. And I understood even beyond my own understanding. See, I knew the faithfulness of God and that we were covered. We praise God for the storm, even as we continue to heal through the aftermath. See, we realized the storm was not meant to kill us, but to make us stronger. This we know because we are still here and our faith walk is stronger than ever. Please understand, when you're going through a storm, it's not just about you, especially when you profess to be in ministry for God. People are watching to see if and how God will shine through you in your storm. Just because you're going through a storm 
Your ministry doesn't stop or pause, quite to the contrary. In the storm is where God can use you and will use you even more. See, Charles and I know this to be true because the love and light of God was felt by countless medical staff, other professionals, patients, family members, as they witnessed Charles go through what they saw was a hopeless condition by all of their medical experience. Charles was on a ventilator for over 30 days and weaned off only after having a tracheostomy performed. For those of you who don't know, a tracheostomy is a hole placed in your throat. And that was what was required to get him off that ventilator. During the hospitalization, Charles was severely malnourished. He lost over 60 pounds. So for all of you guys that have seen pictures recently and say, hmm, Charles looks like he's lost weight. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> he was heavily sedated and in a medical coma for over three weeks. That's unheard of. And they did not even give a trial awakening and trust. By the time I was able to get to that bedside, I requested for it every single day. Charles was not really given the attention that he should have been given during the period that I was not allowed to visit him. And as a result of that, he acquired a wound to his backside. He also required a uh, scar to the side of his face. That is a mystery. No one's ever spoken about that. But we are so grateful that Charles is here living and breathing. As a result of this wound, Charles was severely over-medicated in an attempt to manage his pain. Finally, after several email communications to the chief operating officer of that medical facility, my request to try non-narcotics was granted. And within a matter of days, Charles's condition began to shift. See, Charles has never been one to take narcotics and his body just did not respond to them. So it was non-narcotics that was able to manage his pain. And although that didn't make sense to the medical staff, that did make sense to Charles's body. It did make sense to me and Charles. So please, if you're ever in a situation where you have to advocate for your family member or someone has to advocate for you, you do so because in a storm, you have to fight for that shift because things will come against you strongly. Charles was discharged home shortly after, breathing on his own. <laughs> As we prepared to leave that ICU, nurses and other medical staff came by the room just to see Charles. See, they were all amazed at the transformation that had taken place in Charles's condition. Charles was discharged as the miracle man. God used us to carry his hope and love into the valley of death. And to this day, we have nurses reaching out with testimonies of how witnessing Charles's miraculous healing has given them hope and witnessing my advocacy and faith through it all 
was a testament of our one love. (laughs) Although it appeared that Charles and I were alone physically in that hospital room, God assigned mighty prayer warriors to our storm and they prayed and continued to pray for us. And we know for sure God heard and answered those prayers and he still does. At a point when I felt I could just go on no longer, I was at the end of all that I physically could stand. God sent relief. He sent friends to visit Charles and I. We had friends that came in from Arizona. We had family and friends that came in from Tennessee. And we had family that visited us from Michigan. And let me tell you something. Those visits gave both Charles and I the love charge we needed to move ahead. And we have not stopped moving ever since. Healing in the aftermath has presented us with some challenges, mostly comfort issues from the womb. But as we stand on God's word in Jeremiah, but I will restore you to health and heal your wounds, declares the Lord. Jeremiah 30, 17. We know this too shall pass. To God be the glory as we continue to grow forth and go where God sends us. And for every doctor and nurse that assisted us, we'd like to say thank you. It is unfortunate that there are some doctors and nurses and medical staff that just have dropped or maybe never had the integrity to care for patients the way that they are assigned to do so. And for that, we send you prayers that either you find it or you just find something else to do. But please know that you cannot continue to treat patients and family members in a way that you were not trained, in a way that you were not assigned to do. Nursing is a caring, compassion, and loving job. And although I saw the battle scars on so many nurses, As we went through the storm, many adjusted and continued to give care in a compassionate way. Many just missed the mark. And I pray that you get back on the mark or you just come on out of the profession because it is not helpful when you go in there and you don't give your best. I understand what is required to be a nurse. I was in that role for over 20 years and I chose to come out of it before I reached a point of burnout because I know that that definitely can happen. So it doesn't do yourself or your patients any good if you are in that role of nursing and you're just, and your heart is not in it anymore.
Be true to yourself and follow your heart. There's other ways to make money. You can do telenursing, you can consult, you can do nursing without direct patient care. But if you feel that you've reached a point where you cannot give nursing care with integrity and with compassion, I encourage you to come out, just come out because you're not doing good for other, for your patients or yourself. Just come out. We appreciate everyone that was assigned to be lighthouses in our storm, prayer warriors, and earth angels. We want to thank every doctor and nurse that assisted us in getting home. Although that was not the case with every single doctor, nurse, or medical professional, we just give a shout out to those that did. We want to say a huge thank you. Special shout out to Dr. Mack. Thank you for being the exception to the rule. Continue to let your light shine in the dark space that you are in. Charles is getting better and better every day. And we are actually recording this episode on location. We're celebrating our 15th wedding anniversary at our happy place. And for those of you who don't know where our happy place is, go back and listen to happy place episode on the love drop podcast well i wasn't the only one in the storm charles was there too in a different capacity and this is a good time to turn it over to charles with that said i am most grateful to welcome charles back on the love drop podcast come on charles I am living proof of miracles, signs, and wonders in this present day and time. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. That's my God. 80 days I was hospitalized in the ICU, received a trach for my breathing. I was overly sedated while in an induced coma and induced coma. Over-medicated with narcotics, I was kind of laid out by the doctors as well as the nurse. When they were looking at me while I was in a coma, I could hear him talking. He's not going to make it. No, he's not going to make it. If he get out of here, he'll possibly need supplemental oxygen for the rest of his life. All this negative conversation I was hearing while lying there unable to move, unable to respond. But from the power of God and the power of prayer, worldwide prayers that I was receiving and the advocacy of my wife and God orchestrating it all, yes, there's hope. And I am the living proof of that hope. But God has never left me or forsaken me. He has placed angels around me to take charge. With my declining health, his angels, they kept me in a positive frame of mind. There's always hope, and I never wavered from that hope. My wife constantly being there with me and being my advocate, and with God supporting us both, 
Yeah, we had a winning team, a winning team always. And there's so much power in prayer. I received so much prayer from around the world and it's continuously flowing in now as I speak. Yeah, they had started calling me the miracle man because little did I know that there were other medical staff and other people around the hospital had heard about me and my condition and the way I went through a transformation as far as my health building up. I am living proof of God's grace and answered prayers. God's grace and answered prayers. There is so much power there. And I'm continuing to improve. No oxygen, no medications of any kind, and I am mending and becoming the best version of myself each and every day. Again, I am living proof of miracles, signs, and wonders. Won't he do it? God is doing it every day. And thanks to my God watching over me, keeping me out of harm's way, aiding me as we go through yet another day. They were going to recommend that I go to a nursing home. But no, no, my God wasn't having that. And with the advocacy of my wife, no, she wasn't either, and neither was I. All three of us, when we left the hospital, I did say all three of us, myself, my wife, and Jesus. When we left there, we were on a continuous road for rebuilding my body, mind, and spirit back even better than what it was before. Those that know me know that I was teaching talking, speaking on a regular basis, teaching holistic health, Tai Chi, Qigong, self-defense, touch therapy, and now I'm returning to all of that. I'm talking with people more, confidence level is there, and the prayers are constantly coming in. Thank you, thank you, and thank you. Won't he do it? I serve an awesome God. I serve an awesome God. Diane, what do you have to say about that? I certainly appreciate you and all your words and prayers. You've been with me through it all. Thank you. Diane? Again, we want to thank everyone for joining us on the Love Drop Podcast. Peace through the storm is a peace like never before. It's a peace that comes to you when you are truly in a storm. It's not that ordinary peace day by day. Mm -mm. It's a peace that comes and allows you to get through the tsunami without falling apart. It allows you to get through the tsunami without looking like you're going through a tsunami storm. For many that are friends and know Charles and I personally, this story is the first time you're hearing this story. Because as we were going through that storm, that was not the time to tell this story. If I would have shared this story over and over through the storm, I can't say that I would have been able to keep my peace. See, when you're going through a storm, those that love you and are connected to you, they want to help. And sometimes in helping, it can be a hindrance 
because sometimes the things that they say and do instead of helping you it kind of weighs on you so I say all of this to say when you have peace in the storm it will also give you a discernment in the storm to know who can and cannot be with you in that storm everybody cannot come through the storm with you but you can share your experience with everyone when you come out and that's what we're doing here on this episode so again thank you for joining us on love drop podcast stay tuned we are coming with some new exciting love drops for 2022 we will be on location in a lot of those love drops mm-hmm. and who knows where we'll show up and who we'll have as our guests so you want to stay tuned and join us back in 2022 we have over 100 episodes of the love drop podcast streaming so if you're not all caught up Be sure to get caught up. Be sure to subscribe. Be sure to share the podcast with everybody you know. Have an awesome remainder of your 2021. What'd you say, Charles? And I'll say signing off for now, but enjoy the rest of this year because this is Charles and Diane signing signing off. off. One One love. love. Thank you for tuning in to the Love Drops Podcast. Be sure to follow this podcast and share the love with everyone you know. Until next time, this is Charles and Diane signing off. One love. Love never